Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from Pensacola Studios of uh, Business Radio X. And I have on the other side of uh, the technology world of Skype, Rom. How are you? I'm doing well, Keith. And I don't want to say your last name wrong, so is it Ayer? Hey, you got it right. Yeah, all right. Look at that. Look at the big brain on Keith. So, uh, and Rom runs the uh, Business Thinking Institute. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I do a lot of business thinking myself. And you've decided to make a whole institute out of it. So, how does this work, <laughs> Rom? I'm sorry? I said, how does this work? Tell us about it. Yeah, see, I um, I think you know my background. I know I've done a whole range of things. I've done four startups. I've been a VC in Silicon Valley. I worked for large companies, Boeing and Lucent. I worked at small companies. Uh, I ran the Mid-Market Institute for many years. So in all of this, what I found was that 70% of all businesses that get started in America fail. We spend close to a trillion dollars a year on starting up companies. And not that every company can be saved, but if 70% of them fail, we are losing approximately $700 billion a year uh, due to failures. This excludes failures from other reasons. That is the GDP of the nation of Saudi Arabia, the world's largest oil exporting country. So the, the cost of business failure is huge. And uh, I had a business failure myself where it basically wiped me out. And I said, I need to figure out why. And then when I went and looked at all the classic reasons why, uh, there were two very simple things that happened. One, they said I was lacking something. This is what all the experts and academics were telling me. And two, they said it was something external to me, meaning, Ram, you know, you're a nice guy, but, you know, you failed because you didn't have enough capital. You didn't have the right team, right technology, except all of them are external. Then I looked at the failure rates over the last 20 years. You know, although it's gone up and down a little bit, it hasn't changed much. So my simple question in my head was, people are smarter today than they were 20 years ago. You know, people who are giving advice are smarter. People who are getting advice are smarter. In that case, why hasn't the business failure rate gone down? That would be the logical thing. So I said, so maybe... They're pointing at the wrong set of issues as being the problem. So when I did some inversion thinking, I flipped it. I found that the reasons why most people fail is because of what they do have and they do have within themselves. Uh, These, I found nine factors, uh, and this is what I call business reluctance. Most people fail because of business reluctance. So I said I need to educate the world about one, the need to think business, and two, to make sure they don't have business reluctance. And that's why the Business Thinking Institute. So have you regained the riches that you've lost? <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. But, in, you know, in it's, progress, uh, huh? work in progress, but I'm extremely confident that uh, things, uh, you know, things are on the up and up. You, know, sure. you just have to work through these things methodically. So, you know, people people think that if you just have one thing, you know, you have a pedigree or you have capital or you have technology or an idea, uh, business success is automatic. You know, starting a business in America is, you know, very easy. You know, I could have a business uh, uh, literally up and running by the close of business today. 
Yeah, but sure. It does not mean that I can succeed in business. And that is a huge, huge fallacy that a lot of people have, which is because it is easy to get in business, they think it is easy to succeed in business. Right, right. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'll tell you what, are you familiar with Tony Robbins? Of course. Okay, yeah. so one of, one of my favorite sayings that he says is, the reason that you failed in business isn't because you lacked um, enough capital or isn't because you didn't have enough time or the right employees or the correct leadership. It was just simply because you weren't resourceful enough, right? <laughs> and and hearing you say that, that when you flip the thinking part on there, that it comes down to one thing, and that's pretty much the only variable that's consistent throughout the entire progress of your business, which is you, right? Right. So you're always the one getting in your own way. And to finally have some data that might back that up enough for you to just finally admit that maybe you're getting in your own way, maybe somebody else can succeed on the other end, you know? Absolutely. So then what we did was I went and surveyed 300 business people, including 70 millionaires. And I asked them a set of questions around these nine factors. And they validated that in spades. So who did you get to talk to? I'm curious. I'm curious what that list looks like, Rom. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, these are uh, people, you know, I, you, you know, I used to be the uh, head of the Mid-Market Institute. I've interviewed over 150 CEOs across the U.S., Europe, and Asia. And, and I was also the president of the MIT Alumni Association. So between those, I have a bunch of uh, contacts. So I pinged a whole bunch of them, and 300 of them have taken the survey. Uh, one billionaire, 70 millionaires, and about uh, 200 other people. So, okay. So talk, talk, walk me through that survey because I'm curious how these questions, I'm sure that you staged them so that it would give you a great amount of data depending on one or two answers, I'm sure. But what is that? What, how does that survey look? See, the survey, see, I'll, I'll give you a couple of uh, tidbit examples. And there's a full article about uh, what we did and what we found on our website at businessthinking.com. Uh, underneath knowledge, there is an article uh, which, uh, which says, uh, uh, eliminate these nine factors to achieve greater business success. Uh, fundamentally, you know, a lot of people who get into business, they, you know, people who are starting out in business, many of them, and, you know, you, if you're listening, you'll recognize this, you tend to be arrogant about it. You say, of course, I'm, I'm going to be successful. And guess what? I used to be one of them. Sure. You know, I have a good education. You know, I'm tall. I'm handsome. I have money. My father is a wealthy guy. I come from a great family. I live in a great town or I live close to New York City, whatever your criteria, right? Or I have great technology and my idea is the best in the world. Nobody else has thought about it. <laughs> but it's one thing to say that's a good starting point. It's a distinction here. It's another thing to say, because I have that, I'm inherently going to be successful. That is simple BS, because that's not true. That's one of the many ingredients you need for business success. Second thing, a lot of people, like, for example, I'm looking out the window, I see a bunch of trees. One person may look at it and say, wow, there's a light breeze, it's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Another guy could look at this and say, a lot of tall trees. If I chop these up and sell them, I can make so many thousand dollars in firewood. Why does one person think one way and the other person the other way? The second person has business thinking. I'm not saying one is right or wrong. It's just that people are wired differently. So we asked a bunch of questions to try and figure out 
how people were wired. Three, you need to believe you are capable of success in business. Uh, like I say, if you believe you can, you could. If you believe you cannot, you absolutely cannot. Right. Either way, you're right, right? Either way, you're right. So many people are not confident about their ability to succeed. They don't necessarily tell others about it, but they feel it. <clears throat> if you feel it, you're dead right there. Yeah. Okay. So so now you're, you're starting to get into um, the stuff that's in my wheelhouse when it comes to the business world and, and really being successful. And that is um, your thoughts creating things and, and you know, having desire strong enough to, um, to really make things happen because you, you believe, right? Faith and belief. And, uh, at the end of the day, most of the successful people that, that have either been studied or followed like you've done, um, it comes down to that. It, it's being resourceful and it's having a desire strong enough to outweigh the, the enemy, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, um, what are some other similarities that that you found with um, the people that you interviewed, and and what walks of life were they uh, career wise? I mean, were they investors? Were they hedge fund runners? Were they, you know? Oh no, these are all people who own businesses. Yeah, okay. Either they own a business, they're entrepreneurs, or they're executives within a large company. So, in other words, many of these things that I talk about are just as true for somebody who works within a business because. Let's say that you're the manager of you know, engineering or operations, and you say, I want to become the VP, right? It's kind of, and, and at some point, you want to go above that, and you say, I want to become the president, I want to become the CEO. Those require cross-functional business thinking. The same kind of business thinking you need to succeed in business is what you need in order to get promoted within a corporation. So if you're only good at managing engineers, and you're not, you don't have good business acumen. In other words, you don't know how the different parts of the business connect to each other and how they help you make money. If you don't understand that and don't have an interest in that, no company will promote you. Sure. So you have that to... is the same set of reasons why if you had your own business, you may not be successful if you do not have good business acumen, as one example. Yeah. So, um, okay. So if you had to give me, uh, from your research and your time and studies, if you had to give me, you know, two of your most solid tips for any kind of entrepreneur, startup, or, uh, or a person going into business or, or just starting out in business, what would it be? Well, see, um, we, we actually on, if you went to the businessthinking.com website, we have a, under knowledge, we have a whole section, uh, based on the research, which is called business success factor. So people always think I have X and therefore I'll be successful. And I say, you need five pieces. One is, before you start thinking about what you have that could help you succeed, this may seem very counterintuitive, you need to make sure you do not have certain things that could pull you down. Such okay? as? Such as, if you don't have a desire to be in business, you shouldn't get into business. <laughs> That's a you know, good first this step. seems really, really obvious and really common sense. Yeah. But Keith would be amazed at how many people are accidental business people. Oh, I, I, say, I would not. I, I actually, I'm in that world with you. So yeah, it's uh, it it did blow me away for about the first six months, but now it's it's become more prevalent than than I think uh, a lot of people are comfortable with. And that's a hard thing to admit to yourself that you that you can't do this or that you shouldn't be doing this. 
Correct. But, you know, everybody is into what they call keeping up appearances, because once you have a card which says CEO Keith, you don't want to give up CEO Keith. Yeah. Because that's prestige, that people think your money, your people think that you just don't want to give all that up. Sure, sure. Similarly, uh, like, like I, I talk to a lot of engineers in my circle who become business people and they fight me like crazy. Because they have a right way and a wrong way. You know, engineers are black and white, for example, right? Right. If you're unwilling to deal with gray, you won't succeed in business. Because to an engineer, 50% may be white and 50% black. For a business person, 5% is white, 5% is black, and 90% is gray. That will drive an engineer crazy. Yeah, sure, right? All the, the unknown. Correct. So you need to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and look at things using a different mental model, using different paradigms, learn new skills, learn new ways of doing things. Uh, you see, like I'll give you another example. If you're not willing to socialize with people, okay, you can't sell. If you can't sell, you don't have a business because you have no revenues, right? Yeah. So there are a set of things. So So let me go back and to quickly answer your question, which is the basic thing. But one, you need to make sure you don't have business reluctance, which are those nine factors. Second thing is your psychology should be right and geared towards helping you succeed in business. Three, you need business smarts. You need business acumen. You need to understand your market, knowledge, etc. There's a lot written about that. I'm not the expert at that because that's specific to your industry. Then four, you need the ability to operationalize and execute on whatever your plan is. Five, and this is another place where a lot of people fall on their face, you need to know how to monetize your idea and generate money. And then, this is a really neat thing, and convert that income into wealth. So in other words, I had a business for the last 20 years, and I'd say, great, what do you have to show for it? Well, uh, not much because they ran it as a hobby. They didn't make sure that they were focused enough on the bottom line. Whole bunch of reasons. They didn't monetize it well. Sure. But the last thing is people tend to spend the money and not plow it back into the business and grow it. And therefore, at the end, many of these businesses implode. So they don't get well. They can say, I was in business for the last 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, given that all of these things seem to be very common sense and seems to be uh, almost, you would think, is a given when anybody's trying to uh, make a profit, why do you think that uh, people don't either do this or or don't follow through all the way? Do you think it's fear? Do you think it's self-sabotage? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. You know, when I sat down and came up with this list, uh, somebody said exactly what you just asked me. They said, you know, it's obvious and it's common sense. But the, the what I found is, and I'll tell you three things. One is common sense is not as common as you think it should be, or it is. Second thing is people don't usually do the obvious things. It is, there's something about human nature. For example, you know that the way to lose weight, you can do what if you did one of two things or both, you lose weight, which is eat less, exercise more. Very simple. Everybody knows that. Why aren't people doing it? Their desire to do it is not high enough, okay? And it boils down to two very simple things. Uh, you know, I've attended all of Tony's seminars, every one of them, okay? 
One, people do something because it gives them pleasure. So they move towards pleasure. Two, they do it to avoid pain. So for these people, an interest in business is just an interest or a hobby. It's not a passion. And if it's not a passion, you don't have a high desire. If you don't have that, you're not going to be driven. Yeah. You're not driven. It's not going to happen. That's why they say do what you love. Correct. And see, then what you find, the third piece of this is you constantly find people looking for shortcuts and, and you know, formulas. Okay. But see, the problem is, the biggest problem I see is, you know, you, I'm sure you played with Lego pieces or so you have them for your kids. Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> like yesterday. People collect ideas like Lego pieces. They say, I know how to do marketing. I know how to do this. I know how to do the other piece. I know how to raise money. I know VC. Everybody's got this. I mean, I, I, I have lots of those Lego pieces. The trouble I found is business schools don't teach you how to put the Lego pieces together. Companies don't teach you because they want to get the most out of you today, right? Mm-hmm. VCs don't do it because they want to find the guy who's the best horse. And they want to dump the rest. They get rid of you otherwise, yep. right? Yep. So who's helping Keith put together a framework for Keith's business success? You and me. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's doing that. Yeah, yeah. And that is exactly what we're doing at the Business Thinking Institute. Because whether people recognize it or not, every single person on this planet is in business. The moment you get a, a product, uh, you know, you get money in exchange for a product or service you provide or do it the other way around, you're in business. Yeah, sure. So whether you get the maximum value for your time or your effort or you just accept what is handed to you by a savvy business guy is up to you. Yeah. So you can either get taken for a, what are that, uh, taken to the cleaners <laughs> yeah. or you can be savvy. Uh, <laughs> or, you, you or you can be the cleaner. Or you can be the cleaner. Yeah. Business thinking is essential for survival. Yeah, very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Ram, because we're getting towards the end of time here. So if anybody wants to find out any more information or sign up for your institute or or just reach out and maybe uh, uh, ask you some questions, where can we send them to? Oh, absolutely. You know, the, just send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at businessthinking.com. Uh, so we have a lot of uh, content there, very unique content, including this framework. And we also do something very unique, which is you can only improve from where you are, but most people don't know where they are right now. So we are systematically putting together quizzes for each of these areas. We've identified 29 so far. Uh, We also provide group coaching to help people in different areas and also one-on-one coaching. We're also starting to do workshops in the fall. So go to businessthinking.com. Very neat. All right, Ram. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. Absolutely. All right. Many thanks for the opportunity to come on your show. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Let me uh, get us out of here, but hang on tight, okay? Don't hang up. Okay. All right, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm -hmm.